This is Rob Scott, and you're listening to Fundamental Shift. topic today is the world is your body. So I thought it'd be fun to go get a, uh, a song out of the world genre. Uh, that is a fantastic song that I'll play in full at the end of the show. Today's talk is uh, actually advanced. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty deep stuff. And by that, I mean that a lot of you will probably think I'm quite weird by being serious when I talk about some of this stuff. But I mean very literally that the world is your body. And um, as we're trying to learn to look at the world differently and our lives differently, which I think we're all uh, shooting for, certainly if you're listening to me, uh, that's probably what your intent is. Um, this is a literal different way to, uh, to look at the world. And it's important that we don't look at some of these things from a place of self, that we need to drop the self uh, in a certain sense in order to grasp some of these concepts. And uh, what we'll be getting into specifically are really subject and object consciousness and the fact that that has ego in it and uh, boundaries of self and things like that. So uh, it's a little bit deeper talk today, and it won't be too long, but it's going to be a little uh, deeper and a little bit more advanced. So if you can, try and give it your full attention, and we'll start there. So there are a couple concepts that I'm going to try and reframe for everybody. And the first concept that I'm going to try and reframe is the experience that we are separate from everything that we look at. And I guess that's where I'm bordering on the weird conversation because a lot of people will hear that and go, of course we're separate. I'm, I'm Rob and the table's not Rob, right? And that seems to make a ton of sense. But subject and object actually are not separate in a lot of ways. And I'm going to try and reframe that for you. But I want to describe the obvious first, which is people really walk up to, say, a glass of water. And they feel very separate from the glass of water. They feel like there's a person there looking at a glass of water that's across the room. And then there's the act of looking between them, right? And so there's three distinct things basically in that act. Same thing with sound. If we listen to a car horn down the street, we generally feel that that car horn happened way over there and it's traveling to us and it's affecting us in a certain way. And again, there's the car, there's us, and there's the sound in the middle that's kind of making that experience. And I want to reframe that and, and basically say that it's more the act of listening that actually has both those separate things in it that makes one experience. And subject and object actually aren't separate in the act of listening and seeing and that listening and seeing can't occur without both those parts and without both those parties really involved. And so it's sort of an error to feel separate from, uh, from that event. And basically our experience becomes much further outside our body if we can start to understand some of that. So what I'm going to try and reframe there is that all things are necessary in it, and since they're all necessary, there's really no separation, that actually we sort of become that sound that's going on there, that being involved in that means that that whole thing becomes us in a certain sense. And uh, I'll reframe a second idea around that to sort of help. 
what we give our attention to um, as we're going through life, whether that's thoughts or whether that's a vision or whether that's hearing, actually becomes us. And what most of us do is we hold on to a lot of ego in that experience. So imagine that I'm watching TV. A lot of us bring a lot of inner commentary to watching TV. And in that, I'm not fully giving myself, I'm not fully filling myself up with the content of that TV show, or let's call it a sunset. If I'm watching a sunset, I am often having inner dialogue. Maybe if I'm with people, I'm feeling self-conscious. I'm not really giving my full attention to the sunset. And that's what we're trying to correct here. That's part of it is that if we can put down the inner talk and the inner ego stuff here, you can actually be really, really full of a sunset and have a sunset be what you are in that moment. Um, and then a sound comes and you're fully that sound. And so whatever we give our attention to, the more we can directly give our attention to it, the more we're actually filled with what that action or you know sight or sound or taste is. And we can actually fill ourselves up with these things that are outside of us. So there's a secondary concept that I want to throw at you that most of us, that's not a real experience because we have so much uh, busyness. So our experience is sort of diluted between inner thoughts that are bouncing around and the experience outside. We immediately judge the experience outside and sort of cloud it. We separate it from ourselves. That's a thing over there. It's not. It's like we don't let it all the way in. We don't actually experience it deeply, and we don't fill ourselves up with it. Um, so there's a couple of a couple of things that I wanted to reframe, and I'll try and get back to those and, and go over them again because I, I I'm not sure that was clear, but um, that's something to chew on. So I'm saying that the world is literally your body. That there's a different state of being. Uh, that we can realize and achieve if we can quiet some of our inner talk and if we can very intimately look at things around us, uh, we can flip into an understanding that our experience is much wider uh, than our bodies and that all these things external to us are actually uh, really a beautiful expression of, of a much larger self that we're a part of. Um, if we start to understand some of these things, what are the benefits? I mean, what's the point, right? Well, I don't know if in these talks I've hampered enough on how difficult an unchecked ego can be to us. But basically um, what an unchecked ego brings to the party is, is, a, is a whole lot of inner pain, a whole lot of um, – you know, misunderstanding, and it's kind of the content that we're supposed to wake up from. It's kind of the uh, the problem, really, that's going on for us is is this ego that's uh, you know aware of itself enough to just be in pain, but not aware of itself enough to uh, kind of let itself be quiet. Um, this is another way to be free of ego. This is just another sort of facet and a way to look at putting the ego down, and um, you know, to be filled with what you know, our sunsets and our sounds and our, you know, arguments and our all these things to be really filled with that, we lose a lot of conflict and we widen into a much uh, more still place and we start to learn about joy. We start to see uh, some of the beauty that's here. So the practice here is to realize that you are not a separate thing. You are a part of a much greater whole and that you are much more vast and much larger than you think you are. Um, your integral 
part of the process of life. You're affecting other people in ways that are immeasurable, and those other people are affecting you in ways that are immeasurable. And the dance between that is a much larger thing than most of us in our closed-off, egoic selves uh, realize. So everything, the practice here is everything that you hear and taste and smell and see, all these senses, the way that we, you know, our ports out into the world outside uh, are actually ways that we can give our full attention through each of those channels and really be filled with the content. And our experience leaves from an inside mind kind of idea out into a tangible, real thing that's outside of us. And in that, we kind of widen. If, we're, if I were to draw that for you in a picture, it would, it would be obvious that as we leave our inner head, right, as we leave our thought and actually inhabit our bodies a little bit more and our senses that are being affected by these things that are way down the street. You know, I see a plane that's a mile in the sky, and that experience is a much wider larger experience than uh, than just thinking about stuff. And so um, it's, it's really important that we realize how integral all this stuff is, how interrelated it all is, and how much we're a part of it, and how the world really is our body. Uh, how all these things that are going on can take a deep effect on us and that we can be filled with uh, that experience. That's really the practice of it. You know, I would really like it if these talks were just more than sort of interesting, uh, more than mind fodder. I really, really, really want to be able to flip a light switch for uh, for you guys. And, you know, you guys really need to do that. And basically I want to critique how you may be listening to this. If you're listening to this and you think I'm nuts, um, that's fine. If you're listening to this and you think it's interesting, that's fine too. But any of that interesting, any of that critique, any of that dialogue, not of my content, but just of content in general, um, shows that there's an ego involvement. It shows that there's judging going on. And I'm not saying don't judge and don't discern things, but um, the further you stay away from this and the less you let it in, um, the harder it's going to be to actually make dramatic change in your life. So um, I'd ask that you make an effort to look at how you're sort of taking this stuff in. Are you bouncing it against other beliefs that you have? Are you um, really open to new ideas about this stuff? Because um, if you're looking for a dramatic change, you're going to need to come at it uh, from a place like that. So when I describe the subtlety of looking at a glass of water in a different way, I wonder if that's something that resonates with people or not. I don't I don't know if it does. I really, really hope it does. Um, you know, this body being the world quickly gets to where we're all one, literally. And it's really important that in today's world we find a way to uh, realize that. So that's my intention for today. So to quickly go over what we've talked about today, basically we're talking about changing our subject and object experience. And when we do that, we realize that outside is more us than we thought it was. And... Basically, subject and object are not separate. The act of listening and seeing can't occur without both parties. It's an error to feel separate from that. It's further out from us. We're bigger than we think we are. We are what our attention is on. And so when we think we are those thoughts, when we see a sunset, we are that sunset. And this is a new way of approaching things, but it allows for a ton of freedom. And 
the reason that we don't realize we're a sunset yet is because we're normally too busy and distracted with many things going on, and so we can't still ourselves into one place uh, or many places together and and fully. Um, but that's down the road a bit. I want to take us out with a little song, and uh, it's actually called uh, La Bella Monterosa, and it's by Sanas. Thank you so very much for listening today. Be kind to yourself and everybody else. Mm-hmm.